Our next guest, who last year was announced that uh, she would be leading the Royal Commission into Early Childhood Education and Care, uh, former Prime Minister Julia Gillard yesterday released an interim set of recommendations headlined by the new reality here in South Australia that preschool education be provided to all three-year-olds in uh, that interim, we should stress interim report. The former Prime Minister joins us now on 5AA Breakfast. Julia Gillard, good morning to you. Good morning. Great to be with you. Should we call you Commissioner Julia mm. Gillard? Or, or, or? <laughs> Julia is fine. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Well, Julia, this is um, this is a pretty uh, a pretty significant um, series of proposals. I think the the, the big headline one would be uh, that three year olds would be entitled to perform six hundred hours of preschool, the same as four year olds do. In a broad sense, have we sort of historically been guilty of of, of thinking, well? You know, toddlers are toddlers and will worry about the education bit when they start school. We are talking about play-based learning, so toddlers will still be toddlers. Uh, but I think that we increasingly know more about how children's brains develop. And in fact, that development is happening most rapidly in the early years. So, you know, for your smallest children, brains are developing rapidly. Uh, which does mean that we've got to contemplate uh, early education for them to make sure that we're getting all of that good development happening, which sets them on a great pathway for life. And around the world, people are contemplating what all of this new science means for the rollout of public policy programs like preschool. Here in South Australia, obviously, it's meant that the state government wants to uh, roll out universal preschool for three-year-olds and the Royal Commission yesterday delivered an interim report that not only provides the roadmap to do that, but reimagines preschool with greater quality we believe also greater fairness by additional loadings of preschool entitlement for children who are most at risk of developmental delay and greater connections in the system. So you don't have standalone preschool here and other things for kids over there, but that there are connections between them, which makes it easier for families and means children do get the packages of supports that will make the biggest difference for them. The, the time frame on all this is pretty ambitious. The plan is to sort of start rolling it out from 2026 and then have it fully operational by 2032, which is going to require about 1,600 teachers and support staff. How do we sort of do that from a, a standing start, particularly at a time where over the last few months we've seen a lot of stories about the retention problems in the primary and secondary um, teaching sectors? Well, we aren't coming at it from a standing start um, in, in the sense that South Australia already has good education offerings to try and bolster uh, the workforce for early education and care. But we do have to contemplate some changes and a lot of growth. One of the things that we'll be looking at in the next uh, bit of the Royal Commission is what's the best structure for qualifications. At the moment here in South Australia, you go and get a teacher's qualification which enables you to teach from zero to eight. And we've heard that a lot of um, issues then arise because teachers can go and teach in junior primary school or they can teach in early uh, education. Uh, we are contemplating whether there should be a move to a qualification to teach children from zero to five, so to grow a specific teaching workforce for preschool. 
uh, we do also want to trial some new ways of rolling out preschool to see if there are other ways of getting workforce that can make a difference. But I'm not diminishing the nature of the challenge. It is big. And that's one of the biggest bits of work in front of the Royal Commission between now and August, looking at the best strategies for growing workforce. Hmm. Are, are the benefits for moving this this uh, younger education to the, the age of three, do they, are they primarily enjoyed by people from disadvantaged backgrounds or do kids right across the, the socioeconomic spectrum benefit from that? And, and if they do, was there an easy way to sort of quantify how much better off or, or how much better prepared for for schooling proper, kids are who, who get access to uh, to this sort of structured learning from the age of three? It's all quite complicated. I mean, one, because kids grow in fits and spurts. I think we all know that. Uh, their progression isn't linear. Uh, two, we haven't had actually sort of outcomes measures about what is being gained by particular patterns of delivery of preschool. But the evidence is strong. Uh, that preschool can benefit all children, but it certainly disproportionately can benefit uh, children who are most at risk of developmental delay. And those children disproportionately come from the lower socioeconomic status areas, but not always. There can be kids in very upper income families who are also at risk of developmental delay. So we've tried to reflect all of that by saying there should be a minimum minimum entitlement, a universal minimum entitlement for every child of 15 hours a week for three-year-olds. But we should add for those kids who are at risk of developmental delay and try and make sure that we're bolstering them by a provision of 30 hours. At the school entry level, uh, what we know from the Australian Early Development Census is that most South Australian kids get into school and they're doing fine, but we do have more than 12% of kids who come to school with developmental delays in at least two areas. So we do want to make a difference to that uh, through preschool provision and through a better joined up early childhood education and care sector. We've got a good text here from one of our, our listeners, Julia. It says, can you please ask Julia why early childhood educators get paid a peasant wage when this space is so important? Surely that needs fixing. Wearing your old industrial cap, mm. would you agree with the sentiments put forward by that listener? Well, my old industrial hat was, of course, a federal government hat. <laughs> um, and the federal government is looking at a series of areas that impact preschool and childcare and of the areas that they're looking at, the wages and conditions for people who do a really, really hard job, I think we would all acknowledge that, that working with kids, whether you're an early childhood teacher, whether you're a childcare worker, that's a, a hard job. Uh, they are looking at those areas and those industrial arrangements under the Fair Work Act. Um, I would simply say I think that, you know, workers in this area deserve all of our applause, our respect, and they should get conditions that are commensurate with keeping uh, what are very educated professionals in the sector working with kids. Former Prime Minister Julie Gillard, now as the Commissioner for Early Childhood Education, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It was great to be with you. Thank you. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.